Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and to Aboriginal elders emerging. This is the final month of what will be four months of us being absolutely challenged to reinvent ourselves. And there's so many metaphors keep emerging in all of this stuff. You know, the Floyd story in America, I can't breathe. Gemini rules breathing. So here we've got this Venus in Gemini. It's like, take a breath, everybody. Maggie Kerr is an astrologer of over 30 years' experience. She says everything that's happening right now is just down to patterns and it's all linked to things that have happened before. This is the Nitty Gritty Committee, stories about the guts and the glory of life. And this week we check in with my friend Maggie, who's been saying for some years that the world was heading into a cycle in which our immune systems would be tested and infectious diseases could flourish. The many recipients of her monthly newsletter can attest to that, and you can find the details of her website in the show notes to this episode and on the Nitty Gritty Committee Facebook page and on my Facebook page, so you can sign up to that newsletter yourself. But today, Maggie's telling us what patterns are playing out right now and in our immediate future. I have to toot a little horn or two here because it wasn't the economists or the politicians that said, hey, watch out, 2020 is going to be a big epoch-changing moment. It was the astrologers. We were the ones. We've been talking about this coming for years, and we christened it the Global Reset. From January this year, the two big planets, Saturn and Pluto, they met together in the sign of Capricorn, and that's the first time they've done that since 1518. Mm, What happened then? (laughs) I'm scared to ask, but what happened? Well, it was actually the beginning of the whole industrial systems that, you know, we've been under the influence ever since. It was the Spanish going to Central America, right, and, you know, doing a bit of pillaging and plundering and selling a bit of gold, and then it was the Portuguese going to India, the, um, you know, it was it was the beginning of empire and the whole... Colonialism. Rise. Exactly. And so we, we're ending that cycle. And that's the really important thing to remember right now when people get really like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on? And, you know, da, da. it's actually just a cycle. And so it's the end, which means there's a new beginning. And the sort of really heavy-duty sort of, you know, force that's going on here with Saturn Pluto is a breaking down transformational process. And Capricorn is all about, you know, global governance and business systems and all the things. And if you think back to that 1518, you know, what was it all founded on, this huge 500-year cycle? It was kind of founded on greed and misuse of resources and consumption. So, There's a lot of positives in all of this because as we head into next year, 
we really move into some fresh new energy. So you just got to sort of hang in there through this rest of, you know, this year and sort of work with it as much as you can from month to month. As we're moving through July now, first of all, we're in the final month of beautiful Venus being in the sign of Gemini. Now, she went into Gemini in April, right at the beginning of the sort of, you know, whole kind of calamity. This is the final month of what will be four months of us being absolutely challenged to reinvent ourselves. So we've got all the new technology, you know, the use of all the media and the technologies and Zoom and all of the meeting platforms and ways that people are connecting because Gemini rules connections. And so we've got this whole new level of connectivity has come into play, right? So point of this is that we've got the rest of this month because she's been retrograding. So this is all about quick, versatile, be adaptable, reinvent, come up with new ideas and use your connections. So it's, uh, you know, it's a really positive force. And the other thing that's been going on over the last few months, again, since late March, early April, is dear old Saturn, he popped into Aquarius just at the beginning of Aquarius for this last few months. And that's really interesting because that's a big cycle. That one takes us back 28, 29 years. So the last time he was there was in 1991, 92, and that was the birth of the World Wide Web. So here we are one whole Saturn cycle oh. later using the World Wide Web in and all the technologies that have arisen from then. Fascinating. And that have existed. It is fascinating because we're all saying to each other, why have we not been using this before? Why haven't we been Zooming? Why haven't we been working from home? Why haven't we been using all this stuff before? Yeah, exactly. It's fascinating, isn't it? So it's kind of, it's brought about something that, as I'm like you, I've been saying for years, we've got to decentralise, you know, we've got to come out of this, I mean, gone are the days of the six o'clock flight from Gatta for the 11 o'clock meeting followed by the long lunch to go back to the airport for the five o'clock home, you know, it's, it's yeah. done. And even the traffic, you know, saying to the kids, I used to say to the kids, it is so stupid. Why do we all get up at the same time every morning, get in our cars at the same time and drive in the same direction at the same time and then all try and do the same thing at the other end of the day? It's so dumb. Why are we all doing this every day? So dumb because it's a system that got sort of set up in this material world, you know, values-driven thing, consume it, you know. Anyway, I've got to be careful or I'll go off on one of my little philosophical rants. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe this has turned it around. And that's another question I have a lot of people are asking about various things, philosophical things or practical things. Will they stick? People are saying, oh, is everything going to go back to so-called normal? Are we going to forget all of these great things that we've learned, whether it be about better ways of working or whether it be about, you know, racial issues? Are these things going to stick, these things that we've learned, do you think? Well, that's really the $64 million question at the moment, isn't it? Because that's what this whole Aquarian period that we're heading into is all about. And it's an awakening process. And it's to offer people this chance to go, wait a minute, this whole old material world construct that we've been living under for all this, you know, all these hundreds of years is actually broken. It doesn't work. It consumes and it destroys. And there's so many metaphors keep emerging in all of this stuff. You know, the the Floyd story in America, I can't breathe. Gemini rules breathing. 
So here we've got this Venus in Gemini. It's like take a breath, everybody. Go back and Venus is our values. Examine your values. Look at the whole nature of how you interact with your world and your society and your community. And that's the other thing that's happening. And this is very Saturn in Aquarius as well. It, we're going to go, you know, we have this opportunity to, to really begin to reinvent a whole new sustainable community set of values. So it's really up to everyone individually as to whether they get this or whether they are still under the thrall of the old conditioning that says, I want this to go back to normal so I can catch the six o'clock flight from Coolangatta to have lunch in Sydney, you know? It's like, do you get it, people? And I have to be careful here because I know there's an awful lot of people out there globally on so many levels that are really doing it tough, you know, through the various circumstances that have, you know, come into play. And that's why I'm always going to be encouraging us to go, yeah, take care of each other, take care of those that are having a really hard time oh by the way don't miss the evening sky at the moment folks last night the moon was full and jupiter is the very bright star just sitting under the moon so tonight i think uh the moon uh, jupiter will be above the moon but over the next few nights you'll see the moon and jupiter in the sky and just underneath jupiter is another star that is you know looks like a star it's actually saturn so these are the lads that are all hanging out together at the moment in the sign of Capricorn. And Pluto is there as well, but we can't see him, of course. He's quite, quite a long way away. So they will all three meet, and that is really rare. We're going to have a triple conjunction, and that's in November, and that will be the first time since 1284. Wow. So that's the end of the, you know, the sort of, um, you know, the end of the Crusades and, and that whole era, and it's the birth of the medieval states and the beginning of, you know, the financial systems and all that stuff. So, you know, these are massive cycles that are going on here. And, I mean, I'm so lucky I've been playing in the astrology, what is it, 35, nearly 40 years, and I've always said, my God, it's such a fabulous time to be alive, to be part of and to witness these epoch shifts, you know, they're, they're massive. And, of course, that all coincides with the election in America in November, doesn't it? So that's going to be all sorts of bells and whistles around all of that. But anyway, immediately after that, next year in January, Jupiter moves into Aquarius and Saturn moves into Aquarius and they're going to meet for the first time. that They meet every 20 years, but they haven't met in Aquarius again since uh, somewhere in the 1200s. Big, long cycle. So this is the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Kids, it's on the way. So this is the whole enlightenment, you know, we are all one consciousness that is so necessary if we are going to reinvent this planet. And if ever there was a time when it feels like we don't have a choice too, that, that's what's kind of exciting about it because it feels like the planet is in the place where that's it's leading us it's leading us to that we don't really have a choice exactly in fact i laugh about it and say my god you know you could not write the script really could you of, of, of what the, the divine players are all up to in the midst of all this stuff you know as we talk about supporting each other is there a sign that is struggling more than others if we have this person in our life that we need to be aware to try and be supportive of them because this quick change in quick cycling is is going to be affecting them more yes no sort of 
Not really, not in that sense. I mean, I guess the people doing it, that the, the toughest at the moment in terms of out of the 12 signs are indeed the Capricorns because they've got all this heavy-duty energy going on in Cap. So they are definitely in major structural, you know, levels of, of releasing the past and, you know, setting up new levels of their potential into the future. And it's also affecting cancers because that's the opposite sign. So these are the folks that are also going to be under challenge, if you like, from all these forces. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'll do a very quick overview of Mars in Aries because that's the other thing that's just come into play in July. Now, Mars is the planet which is about energy and our will and taking action and pioneering and entrepreneurial activity. Mars is the first sign. And he has just gone into the side of Aries, which is his sign. So he's strong. He's in his own sign. Now, once again, we've got some interesting cycles here because he hasn't been in the sign of Aries, and he's also going to be doing a retrograde timing here since 1988. So that's interesting. So this whole Aries energy is with us for the rest of the year because he's going to be here now from early July right through till early 2021. So we've got the six-month period ahead of us now of Mars and the sign of Aries. Now that's actually going to set the cat amongst the pigeons in terms of he forms hard aspects now over the months ahead to these big planets in Capricorn. So we'll see a lot more social activism and Black Lives Matter and, you know, the activism we've begun to see through June is really going to tend to amp up as we head through the rest of the year. That's what happens as we get into the 
2021 with the Aquarian impulse, there's going to be a lot of revolution and change. But it's also mm. really wise to be aware that with Mars in Aries, you really got to pick your battles. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's a lot to be said for, I always make a joke and say, it's like making sure you're just below the parapet, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can. Yes. Don't get your head blown off. <laughs> Don't stick your head up, mate, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's especially the case this month because he's he's um, forming hard aspects to dear little Mercury who's been doing her retrograde thing in, in Cancer. Well, it was in June and now into July. So that's be very careful of impulsive words because when Mercury's in Cancer, you know, our words are driven by our feelings. And so, you know, this is a theme right through July. So, you know, just watch your words, folks. Just sleep on it. Don't get caught up in, in the battles. And uh, at the same time, it is a very active period. And so it's it's important to get ready to take action, but not quite yet because until we get Mercury out of his retrograde, you know, and get through so the rest of July, which has some other tense moments in it, you know, just lie low as much as you can through to about mid-August. Oh, God. Okay. And then Mercury will go into Leo and we'll have a bit of fresh fire again and a bit of excitement and a bit of passion and a bit of forward motion, okay? It's all a matter of timing, isn't it? That's the whole point. That's what astrology gives us, this wonderful timing. So Mars in Aries, we've all got it now for the next six months. And, of course, the fire signs, they love Mars, because Mars is a fire planet, and so all the fire signs are well served from Mars in Aries. So for Aries, of course, Mars is in your sign. So this is really cool timing for taking action, especially as you get into this sort of later into August and into September and opening up new territory, right? So that's the pioneering type stuff. But again, pick your battles carefully and indeed don't even think, I shouldn't be even saying that, you don't need to think battle, you just need to think healthy assertiveness. I now take action, (laughs) right? We're going for, for a little therapeutic approach there. For Leo, Mars in Aries is in a, a really good part of their sky and it's in the house of communication and learning and teaching. So it's a, a really good time to sort of put out any educational material you have or get involved in communicating, connecting with you know larger ideas and concepts and philosophies and stuff like that. And then for Sagittarius, that's the other fire sign, then Mars is in your creativity sector. So that's a fabulous place, you know, fifth house, and it's all about words out there. So the fire signs really like Mars in Aries. That's a great placement for them. Earth signs, of course, like things to be fairly stable and kind of placid, if you like. (laughs) Indeed, my dear, you're a Taurus, so this one actually applies to you, doesn't it? I'm a Gemini. Well, you've got the sun at the last degree of Taurus. Um, No, you've got planets in Gemini. That's where you get all your media, communication, networking stuff from. But you're actually a Taurian. Your son's right at the last degree of Taurus. So that is the part of you who does, you know, like to be a peaceful little bull as much as possible. That's true. Very true. That's a big one. And likes that, you know, kind of sense of stability and and the beautifying and improving the world making it beautiful that's why there's the love of the art and the music and all of those things that's all associated with Taurus for the moment Mars in Taurus is in your uh, what we call the behind the scenes zone 
of the chart in house number 12. So this is a great time for working behind the scenes over the next mm. six months to develop things, yeah, and, and putting a lot of energy into into the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's very gestative sort of period for you, right? That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and I'm enjoying it. I love it. For Virgo, another one of our peaceful earth signs, Mars is also tucked away behind the scenes in, in – um, in the area known as the eighth house. So it's a great period for, like, uh, research and, you know, digging and investigating and, and exploring and, you know, developing things, once again, uh, sort of more behind the scenes. Whereas with the five signs, you know, they're sort of up and at it. it. Mars is very active in an external sense for the five signs, but for these earth signs, it's kind of much more uh, beneath the surface. And then we've got our Capricorn, and Mars is down in the fourth house so that's actually putting energy into home and family areas and building constructing reorganizing whatever's going on around the home front and then when we get to Pisces Mars is in your second house of money and resources so it's a good time to be putting your energy into organizing those areas and taking action to resolve anything or or bringing new things into play you know around your resources and that area but cancer ah oh, that's what I was saying before yes the year old cancer Mars is actually up in the career house and so that's actually a good time to put your energy into pioneering or putting something out there at a new level into your career. Scorpio, Mars is in your daily work sector. So good time again to be putting energy into reinventing yourself and taking action and and implementing new strategies and plans and organising stuff around work. And then the air signs, we've got Aquarius. So Mars is in a great spot for Aquarius. Um, Third house of communication. So a good time to be, you know, um, taking action, entrepreneurial, enterprising around teaching educational stuff, getting information out there. Go for it. Have confidence around, you know, selling yourself and, and putting yourself out there. Yeah, definitely. And then Gemini is up in the area which is associated with community groups, organizations, great for setting up teams putting together liaisons with others. But whenever we're talking Mars and Aries, for any sign, there's always that urge that you need to be fairly independent. You sort of like to do it your way. <laughs> so it always says this, the, the reminder that uh, no matter who we are and what we're doing, we do need others to bring about outcomes in the world. So be careful not to go into my, my way or the highway type territory with this, right? That's really important because you've got to sort of always keep, you know, other people's consideration in, in mind. Libra. Oh, yes, that's a big one for Libra. It's in your relationship house. So um, there'll be the need to take action around any partnerships and situations that aren't working and maybe establish and bring any new ones into play that will get things moving for you. Which were the two, sorry, that you said before were were really about lockdown? Was it Saturn and... Yeah, the two planets that are really, you know, encapsulate the sort of keywords of lockdown are Saturn and Pluto. And how much longer are they around? The rest of this year. Okay, because that was going to be my question is like how how much longer do you see that influence in our lives? Because I guess many of us in Australia are, are wondering how much longer 
Are we, you know, are we, are we moving towards the easing of lockdown or are we going to go back into lockdowns? And, yeah, so the, these guys are around. The thing is with any of this stuff, you you know, it's, it's, it's a forecasting tool, astrology, but it doesn't tell you what's going to happen. It just gives you trends and timings and cycles and things. So knowing that we've got all, all these planets still in Capricorn until the end of the year, right? So we can assume that there will be this rather restrictive experience in some form for the rest of the year. But once we go into January next year, it's like a whole new ball game. The energy frees up enormously. So again, how that comes into play in terms of our, you know, reality, we don't know yet because we're not there. It will be a period of great activism from early next year. And Aquarius it's all about new and fresh and dynamic and inventive and freedom and change, right? So we love all those words. They're in such contrast to all of the heavy Capricorn experience at the moment, which is hard and restrictive and difficult and limiting, you know, all of those words. So we get this massive contrast as we go into early next year. And, I mean, let's face it, it's already July. I mean, in the midst of all this 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 bedlam and, and sort of chaos, half the year's gone by already. So it's only the rest of the year to go. And the thing to remember also is when you're dealing with all this capital and energy, use it. It's for constructing things. It's for building things. So it's really about reality checks, you know, like so many people are, you know, doing, fixing up their houses. I mean, every day around mm-hmm. here there's somebody grinding or drilling something, you know, there's a whole bunch yeah, of Yeah, we've done all that, yeah. Home improvements. Had skip bins in the driveway and, yeah, it's spring cleaning and all that. Yeah, we've been doing all that. And, and that's the point. It's about releasing the past. That's, that's the whole point of Pluto. It's about death rebirth so let go let go of anything in your life that no longer serves you any parts of your own emotional nature that no longer serve you you can get a lot done under this under this Saturn influence I spent the last two years writing this huge course and I'm only a little way to go so I've used this time as much as part of me looks out the window and goes oh my god I think I'm going to die of boredom in you know about a minute (laughs) right the other voice says hang in there Megs it's fine just keep going you'll have this product and you will have used this time really well yeah and my children have learnt gratitude because I've spoiled them so much in their lives as as a lot of our kids are really spoiled and now in these school holidays there is nowhere to go there is nothing to do normally they would have seen every movie they would have been everywhere and I would have spent money on them and all that yesterday I went to Aldi and they had American chocolates you know and so I bought them home a Hershey's bar which they'd only ever seen on tv oh my god they were so excited (laughs) And I just thought that's the right. That's what the pandemic has given my family is my kids are suddenly so grateful for the smallest things. And that is so lovely. I'm so glad you pointed that out. And that's the thing. Remember, July time, we are in the sun is in the sign of cancer right through until, you know, it moves into Leo, which is on the 23rd. So, you know, this whole period is all about family, home, nurturing, protecting, you know, really, really being grateful for 
you know, the, the most, the greatest gift in all our lives is family, whether it be the family connected by blood or not. So this is the great gift in all of this. Take care of each other and, and get back to simple values. That's what, you know, if, if you really look at the whole process of our world and, and, the, and the capitalist systems, it's all based on consumption and greed. We've got to get over it. Thank you, Maggie Kerr, and thank you to you for downloading this episode of the Nitty Gritty Committee. We'll be back next week. Until then, take care. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.